The High Rise Private Eyes, number six. The Case of the Fidgety Fox by Cynthia Ryland. In a high rise building deep in the heart of a big city live two private eyes Bunny Brown and Jack Jones. Bunny is the brains, Jack is the snoop. And together they crack cases wide open. This is the story of case number six, the case of the fidgety fox. Chapter one, cartoons. On Saturday, Bunny did her yoga. Bunny did yoga every Saturday. <clears throat> when she was finished, she called Jack. You're missing all the cartoons, Jack said. Yes, but I'm so very, very calm, said Bunny. Mighty monkey is trapped. I'm too calm to care. He's in a room full of gardenias, and he's allergic. Really? That's not good. I know. He's sneezing to high heaven. Goodness, said Bunny. The amazing armadillos aren't doing too well either. Really? They're lost in space, and one of them broke his toe. Gracious, that's not good. I know. He wants his mama. And the courageous cat. I'm recording a book. And the courageous cat is having the worst day of all. Really? He got swallowed by a squid, and he has to stay there until next week. That's awful, said Bunny. I know, said Jack. Stinky, too. I don't feel so calm anymore, said Bunny. You don't? I feel trapped and lost and swallowed, cried Bunny. <clears throat> Bunny, said Jack. Calm down. I can't. You watch too many cartoons. I did. I need chips. Chips calm me down. Me too, said Jack. Hurry up and get here. And bring the roughly kind. Soon Bunny was at Jack's door. I have cheesy dip, Jack said. Goody, said Bunny. Bunny and Jack ate lots of chips. I'm so calm, I can hardly move, said Bunny. <clears throat> Me too, said Jack. Yoga may be good for you, but it doesn't come with cheesy dip. Right, pass that bowl. Bunny and Jack decided to take a walk in the park. We need the exercise, after all those chips. Right. Want to get a pretzel while we're there? Bunny and Jack passed the bus stop. Bus 72 was parked and its driver was pacing the sidewalk. A long line of riders were waiting to get on. Hey, yelled the beaver. I've got to get to the dentist. Let us on the bus, said somebody else. Let us on, cried the others. Those guys could use some chips, 
said Jack. I wonder why the driver won't drive the bus, said Buck. <clears throat> well, don't ask him. I want a nice, salty... Sir, said Bunny to the driver, why won't you drive the bus? I can't, said the driver, an upset skunk named Melvin. I lost my lucky dice. Here, I've got dice, said Jack. Take mine. Bunny looked at Jack. Why do you have dice in your pocket? asked Bunny. For playing backgammon. But you don't play backgammon. I play it in my heart, said Jack. Oh, for heaven's sake, said Bunny. Are you two listening to me, asked Melvin. I lost my fluffy dice. Oh, said Jack, fluffy dice. Those are even cooler. Do you mean the big dice that hang from the rearview mirror? Yes, I never drive without them. And I never eat without my teeth, said the beaver. But I may have to if you don't get me to the dentist. All the other riders in line grumbled. A lot of grumbling going on there, Jack said. We really should have brought some chips. Bunny pulled a notepad and a pencil out of her bag. A new case? Goody. Bunny said to Melvin, Sir, we are private eyes, and we can help. Now, said Bunny, when did you last see your fluffy dice? The writers all stopped grumbling to listen. Let's see. They were still hanging on the mirror last night. And where did you park your bus? <clears throat> In the bus garage. I had a bus garage when I was a kid, said Jack. Be quiet, Jack. It was red, said Jack. Bunny gave Jack a look. But it was very small, said Jack. Jack? Bunny turned to Melvin. Who else was in the garage? Ed and Teddy, said Melvin. Who's Ed? He's another driver. And who's Teddy? He sweeps the floor. We have to make a trip to the bus garage tonight, Bunny told Jack. Yippee, said Jack. That's no help now, yelled the beaver. Who's going to drive the bus? Everyone looked at Bunny and Jack. <clears throat> Bunny looked at Jack. Jack looked at Bunny. Well, I do have my lucky dice, said Jack. Melvin handed Jack the keys. Break a leg, he said. No, don't break anything, said Bunny. As Jack climbed in, all the riders piled in. <clears throat> See you at the bus garage, Jack called to Bunny as he drove off. Think chips, Jack, yelled Bunny. Think chips. At eight o'clock that night, Bunny stood at the door of the bus garage. Beep, went a loud horn. Ah, screamed Bunny. She looked behind her. There was Jack at the wheel of the empty bus. Oops, did I scare you? Jack called. Bunny gave him a look. I must have. You're all white. Jack, I'm always all white, said Bunny. 
Oh, all right. Whatever you say. Ugh, said Bunny. Aren't you glad I didn't break a leg? I'm glad. Now let's solve this case. Okie dokie. He climbed off the bus and stood with Bunny by the door. Bunny knocked. <clears throat> Anyone there? She called. They're probably in there telling bus driver tales, said Jack. Boy, do I have some good ones. Concentrate, Jack. Like this zebra with the umbrella I picked up today, said Jack. Later, said Bunny. The umbrella had stars on it. So I said... Suddenly the door opened. A very large bulldog stood there. Yikes, said Jack. I'm Ed, said the very large bulldog. Nice to meet you, said Bunny. She told Ed about Melvin's missing fluffy dice. I didn't take them, said Ed. Of course you didn't, said Jack, looking up with a very large smile. Is that your bus, Bunny asked Ed, pointing to a bus in the garage. Yes. <clears throat> hmm, said Bunny, looking closely at a bus. She made a note in her pad. And is Teddy here? No, said Ed. He went with his grandpa to dance class. Teddy's learning to dance? No. Grandpa's learning to dance. Teddy's learning to drive. Bunny looked at Jack. Jack looked at Bunny. Bingo, they said. Ed told Bunny and Jack how to get to the dance hall. They hopped on Jack's bus. On the way, they looked over the clues. I knew Ed wasn't our band, said Bunny. He already has something on his mirror. What? asked Jack. A little angel. You're kidding. I'm not. Ed doesn't look like a guy with an angel. He doesn't look like an angel kind of guy. Never judge a book by its cover, said Bunny. I was looking at the book's teeth. When they got to the dance hall, Bunny and Jack saw an old Ford parked out front. Hanging from its mirror were fluffy dice. Gotcha! Said Jack. Bunny and Jack went inside. On the dance floor, a very old fox was learning a trot. In the quarter sat a young fox. Are you Teddy? asked Bunny. Yes, said the young fox. He jumped up and spilled his soda pop on Bunny. Oh, sorry, said Teddy. Not my lucky day. I'll say, said Bunny. She told him about Melvin's fluffy dice. Drat. Learning to drive, asked Jack. Right. Nervous? You bet. And you needed Melvin's dice for luck, said Bunny. Sorry, said Teddy. I was going to return them after I drove Grandpa home. Say, said Jack. I've got some little lucky dice. Want to trade? <clears throat> really? asked the fox. Sure. Luck is luck. So they swapped. Thanks a lot, said Teddy. <clears throat> Just tell Melvin you're sorry, okay? said Bunny. Sure, said Teddy. <clears throat> Back at the bus garage, Jack parked the bus and left the fluffy dice on Melvin's mirror. He and Bunny walked home. Do you miss your dice? asked Bunny. Well, 
I can't play backgammon now, said Jack. But you never played backgammon. I played it in my heart. Oh, for heaven's sake. Do you think I've run out of luck now? Not at all. You are very lucky. Really? Yes. You're not trapped with gardenias or lost in space or swallowed by a squid. You're right. And I bought more chips and cheesy dip. Yay! My lucky day. The end.